WrestleZone.com, WrestleZone Radio. You can, of course, continue to subscribe to us on iTunes. If you haven't done that before, you should do it. And, of course, check out our live show on Facebook Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's called WrestleZone Daily with me, Kev Kellum. But more importantly, on the line with me, one of the fighting stars, the king of sleaze in MLW, Joey Ryan. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? How are the sunny hills of California today? Are they sunny? Are they, is the weather? It's a very, 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 very warm day today. I might, I might have to jump in the pool here when we're done. I'm so jealous. I'm in Chicago. Weather not nearly as good. MLW yeah. Fury Road at the Melrose Ballroom, a wonderful rock and roll venue in Queens, New York, October 4th. The match was set earlier today on social media. You'll be taking on Richard Holiday. Uh, yeah, I've... I've, I've, I've had a go with Richard Holiday one one time in the past, and uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see how this one goes. Um, he's he's awesome. He's great. So I'm looking forward to uh, the competition. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it should be. I mean, the whole show is going to be good because MLW always delivers. So and that's a great venue. That's a really fun venue, like a fan friendly venue. So Richard Holiday, I, a lot of people, obviously, they're listening. They know a lot about you and, of course, your recent success, and we'll get into some of that in a little bit. What is something about Richard Holiday that makes this match different uh, for fans who maybe are used to one version of Joey Ryan? What are they going to get different in this contest coming out on October 4th? Um, well, Richard Holiday, he's, uh, he's, he's very athletic. He's very uh, he's strong. He's, he's in great shape. Um, uh, and, and not that not that I don't wrestle those guys guys like that very often, but uh, he's he's definitely um, uh, no pun intended. He's he's a little bit cockier and maybe thinks he can thinks being uh, newer to uh, the scene as it were, he can handle uh, an old timer like me as I guess I am now. So um, you know sometimes you got to just put those kids in their place. It's it's funny you talk about putting those kids in their place. I had MJF on the line with me earlier today, and and he had, he had a lot of different things to say. And you had a wonderful match with him that fans can check out on your YouTube YouTube channel and uh, the MLW YouTube channel as well. What a great match! A lot of different characters in there, and that is something about you that fans wanted me to ask you about is the character, this this sleaze driven character where did it come from where did it develop and i'm not just talking about the penis suplex i'm talking about the ambiance the the walking to the ring the look the baby oil all how where did all that kind of spark from um okay so i guess when you first start wrestling you kind of feel like I mean, at least when i did and at least maybe back back uh in like the early 2000s when i was first starting um i guess it's a little bit more open now with the the success of indie wrestling but you kind of feel like if you want to be successful, you kind of have to follow in the footsteps of the, of the guys that are currently successful. So you try to mimic them or, or, or market yourself in a certain way. Um, but then after, you know, maybe five or six years of wrestling, I kind of realized that uh, wrestling is kind of a blank canvas and you can just, you can literally paint whatever picture you want. There's a, there's very few rules and guidelines that you have to follow. So um, I decided I wanted to be uh, a, you know, a wrestler like I watched growing up and I have three older brothers. So I watched a lot of eighties wrestling growing up. So I tried to uh, mimic an eighties style. Uh, and, you know, I picked like a, a an eighties icon, like Magnum PI for like the Hawaiian print stuff and like the mustache and the chest hair um, to kind of mimic the eighties look. And as cool as that was in the eighties in, you know, the two thousands, it comes off a little sleazy. Like if you saw something walking, someone walking down the street, you know, short Hawaiian print stuff, chest hair out, you know, mustache, you'd think, Oh, that guy's creepy. Um, so 
the look is based off like I guess eighties baby face, yeah. but the attitude comes off the fan reaction of how that look comes off uh nowadays. So uh I just rolled with the fan reaction with it to it and added the and added the sleazy elements to it. And, and you know, a lot of this trial and error over time, you know, uh I you know, I, I introduced like before it was a, before I was using a lollipop, I was using a cigarette, like at Wrestling Society X. Um, um, but I feel I feel like the oral fetish is better served with the lollipop because I can do more with that. Plus, I couldn't like when I went to TNA, I couldn't do the cigarette because they so they said it might accidentally light the pyro off and it might kill me. So I probably didn't. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. So you know, at TNA, I switched from the cigarette to the lollipop, and then you know the baby oil I introduced at Wrestling Society X, and it just kind of evolved into 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 what it is. You know, it was one of the things where I was just like, I watched guys backstage getting ready for a match, and I'd be like, this is entertainment in itself. You know, if I just did this in front of the audience, it would be like they would get a kick out of it. So it was just like watching guys get ready for their match backstage and thinking like, I could, I should just do this in front of everyone. Um, so yeah, it was just um, you know, it's just over time things things evolve and things develop and you know you try stuff and it doesn't catch on so you drop it or you maybe the execution is not there so you try different elements with it until you get it right um and it's just i mean i've been wrestling now for 18 years so it's just like over time developing different things and and, and accentuating what works yeah you definitely bring up the art form of it and the idea that it never kind of stops you always kind of have to eventually you know turn the wheel and, and add some new facets to it and that's something that's been very exciting about you. Another thing that, that I think associated with, obviously everyone will bring up the penis suplex, which is exciting, but that was a moment, and that became something that people want to see now. Uh, you had a moment where uh, you, you got engaged in the ring, like through a match. No one's done that. No one's ever done that. Moments are something you're really known for, the things that you know people who are really, really casual fans talk about. Uh, where did you get this keen sense of, making moments in the ring either within a match or outside of a match because you are certainly associated with more than a few um yeah and you know you can't really plan that stuff too much um i mean you can you can have ideas but you you don't really know how they're going to play out until you do them like the original uh dick suplex uh sorry penis suplex i don't, I don't know what language is appropriate here um the original either one is fine suplex, either one is fine the original the original penis suplex was in japan and it wasn't a really it was like it was in a six-man tag, and it was just kind of like one. We did it kind of towards the beginning. It was like a, a me and Dan Chukadina spot, and we really didn't think much much of it other than it would be kind of a funny counter to what he does. Um, and uh, and to his credit, it was his idea, So I, and I always give him credit for it. But it when when the 27-second clip went online, it took off, and like ESPN had it, and uh, the soup had it, and you know MTV had it, and Tosh.0 had it, and just all the – it started – it started really going viral and that was like, Oh, like I, I really like, I have to strike on this while it's hot and capitalize on it, which initially I thought would, I'd get like a good two or three month run out of it, but it just kind of grew and then people wanted to see it live. And then through people wanting to see it live, um, I developed a whole character around it, like a whole, like it's now my stone cold stunner where I'm going to yeah. go for it the entire, uh, it, I'm going to go for it the entire time and tease it and take it away until I can finally pay it off. And I, you know, I built, I built my matches the same way as, you know, any other, wrestler builds their matches where they're they're actively trying to go for their finish so i just kind of implemented a whole character around where my strength is my penis um <laughs> the uh which 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 caught on and you know people yeah. people dig it and people like it um i think it's maybe it's and what works in my favor too is it's very unique to me um like i mean i'm obviously people have done penis spots before in wrestling but it's really hard like if somebody does a cool 
if a high flyer does a cool move and invents a cool move, it's only a matter of time before someone else does it. And then, you know, the, and then the notoriety of it, it's spread through multiple people. I mean, you can look at something like, I mean, Petey Williams will always be known for creating the Canadian destroyer, but it's now such a common place in wrestling that it's kind of, um, you know, it's lost its notoriety for being unique. Uh, so, um, you know, the, the character that, that lends itself well to me marketing is, is that I have this character that not very many people can or even will try to copy. Um, and then, the, like, the proposal was just, you know, it was, I wanted, I just wanted to do something to surprise my now wife. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I, I thought that was the most unexpected time would be actually during, like, it was during the match. It wasn't after the match. It wasn't before, it was during the match. Um um, you know, and I only had like, like the the promoter, the referee, and the ring announcer, so he could pass me the microphone. Were the only three that I had in, in on it with me. Um, and you know, and obviously I had a friend of mine rec- at ringside recording it, so that way, you know, we we could have the memory for our families and, and everything. And then um, it, her, she's from England, her family's in England, so the easiest way for me to get them the footage was just to post it on YouTube. And then when it got went on YouTube. That went crazy. I mean, that was more of a planned moment than the than the, than the penis suplex, but uh, I didn't know that it was going to get, you know, it was going to make the rounds as much as it did um, when it happened. I just put it on YouTube so I could show her family in England. It's one of the most romantic things I've ever seen in wrestling, and I'm I'm not trying to be complimentary. It's one of those things where I've I've shown it to uh, friends of mine, female, male, whatever, and they're just like, "That's smart." Like that's the most like they just thought it was very very clever and and clever things are brought up with you quite a bit once again we're talking to Joey Ryan from MLW their big event is Fury Road going to be at the Melrose Ballroom in Queens New York they're also going to be in Chicago with the Fightland event at Cicero Stadium on November 8th tickets videos pay-per-views everything is available at MLW.com another big breakout territory in the explosion of independent wrestling now this is a question that you get asked quite a bit where did this explosion come from, and how fun is it to ride this big wave, whether it be the all-in, MLW now national TV, you know, Impact is having a resurgence. How does this time in wrestling feel for you as compared to when you started in wrestling? Yeah, it's, it's funny, and, and you mentioned MJF earlier because, like, he's 22, and he's, like, getting flown around the world, and, like, when I was 22, I, I could barely convince uh, an Arizona promotion to let me drive six hours to wrestle on their card, you know? So, like it's it was it's definitely different and i like i like having the experience of both um you know part of me is like part of me is that oh you you kids don't have it as hard as i do kind of attitude but i'm happy for them because this whole world presents something new and can only um, help wrestling evolve Um, but i'm happy for myself personally to have both ends of the spectrum because i think it, it helps me appreciate what i have now um but yeah i mean i think and honestly and this is you know, there, there's no there's no way to pinpoint why it's booming. I think I think social media has a lot to do with it because now, when I started wrestling, if you you know if, if I'm in LA and if a show happened in New York and I wanted to see it, I would have to wait until it got edited and then it got sent to RF video and I'd have to pay for RF video and then I have to wait for RF video to ship it. So be like three months later, I get to watch it. And now, not only just with live streaming, but just fans in the audience posting video clips on. Uh, on Twitter and, and, you know, the, the instant gifts and everything like now everything's so right. Like if there's a big show happening, you see clips immediately, whether you're, whether you, you know, and I think that helps fans like 
follow promotions that aren't even close to them. Um, and, there's, there's, and, and I think it's in all art forms, I feel like the, the DIY, the do-it-yourself is kind of like music and movies, like these independent artists are starting to, to be on the rise because of social media. They can get that uh, recognition and that, 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 I guess, that like advertisement right away for it because people can see it instantly. Um, I also feel a big factor, a big, big factor um, was uh, WWE finally acknowledging that independent wrestling exists, uh, which they, for years and years and years, they, they pretend it didn't. They pretended that they were they were they were the only game in town. But then when a guy like Kevin Steen or, or Kevin Owens debuts and you know Michael Cole says, Oh, he's been grinding for fifteen years and then your WWE fan watching home goes, Wait, fifteen years? This is the first time I've heard of this guy and now Google's a big thing, so I'm gonna Google Kevin Owens and then when you Google Kevin Owens, Ring of Honor pops up and PWG pops up and then you you get trapped in the independent wrestling wormhole and you start searching this guy's and then you see like, oh, I know him too. He's, in, you know, I know Cesaro. Oh, I recognize him, you know, like, cause these guys are all, are all, you know, the, the guys coming up now all have rich histories in independent wrestling. So it's easier for the WWE fan. Now they know and, and, and WWE's admitting that it exists to, to find these, to find their favorites on TV now in what they did in the past. So I think that's a factor in it too. And, you know, and it could just be timing too, you know, like wrestling does go in cycles. So it could just be that wrestling's feeling another boom. It's just not, uh, not just a WWE boom. It's an independent, like, you know, people always, people quick say that WWE isn't having the numbers that it did, like say in the attitude era, uh, which who knows that it'll ever be able to repeat. But I think, I don't think necessarily there's, there's the wrestling fans are that, far gone i just think that they're more spread out now i think yeah. there's more options especially like and there's more more talent making uh, a living doing wrestling away from wwe than there ever was before i mean obviously besides wcw but um so i, th- I just feel like the, the the fan pool is more spread out now and and it's not just it's not a wwe boom it's a wrestling boom i think that you bring up the 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 strength of wrestling outside of wwe there is some, for lack of a better phrase, some Reaganomics with it. WWE is, is strong right now with these two big TV deals that are going to come out next year, and and maybe some of that's making other people jump into the game and want to be a part of it, and and you and guys like you are benefiting from it. Uh, I've heard you described in a very certain way, and this isn't dismissive, as you are the absolute best non WWE wrestler. Like you, like some people think that your act couldn't translate to that. And I, I was like, no, it, it probably could, but I've heard that. How does it feel to be a guy who's seen as a maverick seen as someone who doesn't need the system? Do you wear that as a badge of honor? And you're like, yeah, that's great. I love that. I get to call my own shots. Um, I mean, I, I do. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, I've mentioned this before that like in just about, uh, every business, uh, in the world, uh, the dream or the goal is to be your own boss and to set your own schedule and to be successful on your own terms. Uh, in wrestling, sometimes people get lost in the, Oh, you have to be signed to WWE to be a success. But to me, that's to me right now, it's, it might be a step backwards because right now I'm making a great living and I'm doing it as my own boss. Um, so it's a little weird. I mean, I get it. Cause I, I mean, I, I, you know, for the first 12 or 13 years I was a wrestler. I was trying my best to get in WWE, but when I figured out that I could just do this on my own and be my own boss, I, I haven't looked back and I've had more success than ever. Um, so it is kind of, you know, like it is, it's a weird, it's like a, kind of like a weird gray area where like people expect WWE to be the, the pinnacle the, of success, but 
there's a lot of guys um, out there right now that are making better livings than they could in WWE. Um, and, you know, that's, again, I mean, I don't know, you, you know, you say, I mean, I, I think, I think I've adapted well to the new era of wrestling. Um, I don't know if I would call myself the best wrestler, but I, I think I do have a knack for marketing and I do think I have, um, uh, uh, I think I'm smart about the positions I put myself in, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, I guess, that, yeah. I guess that's all encompassing of being arrested because you think, uh, you know, the wrestling, you know, the wrestling is more than athletics. It's, it's also uh, politicking. It's also agenting your own stuff. It's also, you know, there's a lot of things that go into being a successful wrestler other than just what you do in the ring. Um, and I think I'm, I've uh, adapted well and I, and I'm strong at all, all the parts of it. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think, I think, but again, I think that's comes from me having the experience of being in wrestling when, you know, it was, it was dry and it was hard to get bookings. Um, it was hard to convince someone to fly you anywhere. Um, but I think that experience helps me get to the level I'm at now. Yeah. I, I love politicking. I only hear that word in, in wrestling circles. Oh, he's politicking. Right. Um, of yeah. course, MLW Fury Road is on October 4th. And of course, you can check out everything at MLW.com. One final question before I, 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 I lose you here. And you can follow him, Joey online at Twitter at Joey uh, Ryan online. Check out all of his T-shirts and stuff at Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, what is left on the table? What is the next big dream-like goal? You don't have to give everything away, but what is something that you see on the horizon that you're reaching for right now in terms of a real big project or just some type of vague brass ring? What's out there that you're chasing? Um, gosh, I mean, it's it, one of the things that I, I stopped doing was stopped like not not stop setting goals, but stop being like, okay, I need to be here by a certain point or I need to look I need to start working towards this direction because I feel like that hardly ever plays out the way the way you want it to so you just I just started trying to leave doors open and options available to to go to go in so I can capitalize most on what's what's happening right now rather than looking too far past what's happening right now into something in the future um, I do think the success of all in um, and the fact that Ring of Honor sold out Madison Square Garden I think both those things are big and and we might not feel them instantly but i think over the course of the next few years there's going to be a shift and i i don't i can't pinpoint where it's going or where it's headed but i think there's definitely uh, uh things in play and um stuff's moving right now and i, and I think and i'm excited to see where it goes myself mm-hmm. all right joey ryan thank you so much for talking with me i really really appreciate it. once again you can follow him on twitter at joey ryan online and check him out on mlw friday nights on b in sports at 7 p.m central standard time and of course mlw going to be in queens new york on october 4th with fury road he'll take on richard holiday and hopefully we'll get to see you as well in chicago november 8th at Fightland. joey thank you so much and thanks for doing this man Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Sorry about the uh, tech issue earlier. You were very thorough. You gave some great answers. Some people sometimes give me the dry stuff. You were very good, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I ramble, but I feel like that's better than giving you one-word answers. Absolutely. And and, and guess what? It's fine. It's a conversation. I would rather someone uh, hit a point or maybe drum something a couple times than than just be milk toast and lame. I work in radio as well. I, I work for an alternative radio station here in Chicago, and, and you'd be shocked how many times bands who part of, part of their deal is promoting their music, and they come out and they're like really, really dry. So thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Have a good one. You too.